<laughs> what up, y'all? Welcome to the Say What Bro podcast. We won short today. It's just me and James. P.O. is on dad patrol today, so shout out to him. He'll be back. Daddy daycare. Yeah, he, he running daddy daycare. He, he got his hands full tonight, man. Uh, you know, usually when I come on here, I always tell y'all what kind of day it is or whatever. I don't like the days that's today. Today is National Lazy Day and National S'mores Day. I don't like that. That's kind of, that's kind of boring. Yeah. I, I like being lazy, so I, and it's cool with me. I just wish it was on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. So instead, I, I'm going to give a black history uh, moment today to my, my guy, uh, Nathaniel Alexander, who on July 7th, 1911, he patented the folding chair, which has been very popular this week. Hey, man. Yeah, I didn't know that was coming. Yeah. Salute. So shout, shout out to him, man. I, I hope that. His, I'm pretty sure his folding chair sales have went through the roof. God rest his soul. I hope his family is live, living well off that. But that's neither here nor there. We we still celebrating uh Black Business Month. We got another guest today. I, I'm excited about this one. I, I looked at our menu. I really just want to order something. Like, we can do the podcast later. I, I just want to order something. <laughs> Yeah. But we got Miss Shannon Randalls from the Butterfly Garden Brunch and Events. She's in the house. Hey, hey, hey. Woo! I like that intro. I got claps and everything. I feel like I walked out on stage. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. She's the boss. She the CEO. She write the checks and make the checks. So put some put some respect on her name and, and go eat there. Yeah, man. What? So I'm 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 looking at this menu. I, I'm I am getting a Creole New Orleans type vibe from it. Is that right? There are certain menu items, yes, that have a Creole vibe to them. Um, we are, you know, a brunch restaurant, but we try to be unique and a little different in um, in our food. So um, our chef uh, and my business partner, he is from Miami, um, but most people that come in think that he is from Louisiana um, because of, you know, some of the menu items that we have. But, yeah, it's just really just trying to be uh, different. Um, He's always trying to think of, well, we both are always trying to think of new and innovative and creative uh, things um, and things, ways to do things. Um, within the restaurant and on the menu. So, yeah, like the not just shrimp and grits. Um, it's got like a Creole type flair with the sauce that comes with that. We've got crawfish biscuits and gravy or crawfish gravy with biscuits. And so, of course, you know, you see crawfish and you automatically think Creole with that. So uh, alligator sausage is one of the menu items that we kind of like. Alligator uh, sausage. Man. It's not on the menu right now, but uh, 
we kind of like go back and forth like we we kind of do little teasers we'll put stuff out there for a few months and then take it off make people miss it for a little while and then bring it back so alligator sausage is one of them that we've kind of got on hold right now so funny with the alligator sausage because most people will come in and be like does it have pork in it you this there's nothing on that menu that you will order that you absolutely will not love other than the village we call that like every time we see anybody over the age of 55 walk in we make bets on what they're going to order and nine times out of ten (laughs) (laughs) you said it's what it's called the village the village yes the village and for some reason and this may have been my fault because i created the menu it got this menu that you're probably looking at are you on the website are you looking at the menu on the website yeah i am right now i am that menu just started this week it's a brand new menu we deleted some things and added some things and the village some kind of way it didn't make the cut in terms of getting on the printed menu oh okay i was sick okay village is just your choice of it's kind of like the all-star breakfast at, at waffle house it's like bacon or sausage either french toast or a waffle uh grits and breakfast potatoes so it's really it's like the most basic thing that we have on our menu so that's the reason why nine times out of ten if granny come in the building the village is being ordered (laughs) all right uh village the village. It's about twelve things on here that I I want to order. Do you want me to tell you what the top three or four items are? Well, um, hold on. Let let me let let him, let him name his top three okay. right quick. Right. Let him name his top three, and I want to see if they it coincides with the uh, yeah. what you what you got, Mike. What you got? Well, I can tell you, number one is fried lobster tail. That'd be my top four on his own right there. Danny, he been talking about this fried lobster tail since he's seen the menu. <laughs> then, I, I, can't, I can't say that that's one of the top because that just got put on the menu this week. Like yesterday was its first day on the menu. Mm, mm. I did see it ordered a couple times today, but again, I can't say that it's our top because today was only day two of having it on the menu. Right, right. What, what, what's your number two, man? Hennessy and honey wings. Mm. Uh, Hennessy and honey wings. Yes. <laughs> what, what's the third one? Shannon's salmon croquettes. Mm. Okay. All right, all right. Nah, hold on. You said four. I'm going. I'm going four. I, I actually said three, but go ahead. With nah, me. nah. I, I got to get this one off too, cause I just seen <laughs> fried catfish. I, I'm a sucker for that. Okay. Oh, that's all day. All right. That's all day. Especially, especially where my family come from. You don't eat catfish. That's a problem. Right. Right. All right. All right. Hey, everybody listening. Uh, Shannon is also my cousin. I didn't know that, but my pops told me. <laughs> so you didn't know that. That's so funny. Now, now we family. <laughs> yeah, like, like for real family. <laughs> like, like, like she, what? Cousins, yeah, like blood, blood. Uh, I think what you, my pops, uh, first cousin. I'm his second cousin. 
second cousin. Okay, 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 okay. Granddad Mickey, of which I Mickey, yep. Really? Me and Shalonda Pooh, I'm telling you. And so <laughs> your uncle, your granddad, Mickey, and my grandmother, Ruby, were brother and sister. I know Ruby, yeah. I know Ruby, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was my granny. Oh, well, good Lord. She passed away about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Man, that's crazy. I know, right? So, <laughs> back to business. Cat- yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Four items. All right. The Hennessy and Honey Wings and the Shrimp and Grits are a close tie for number one in terms of what we sell the most of. <laughs> I can believe it. Honey Wings. Like, okay, well, let me ask you before you go on. Uh, how, like, I ain't going to ask the, the recipe or anything, but like, is it real Hennessy in it? Like, yeah, yes. Let me tell you, it is real Hennessy because Chef Gerard, he manages everything that has to do with the kitchen. Me, I take care of everything that has to do with the front of the house, including the bar, because we have a full bar as well. My Hennessy from the bar always comes up missing. When he runs out of Hennessy, in the house, <laughs> my bar is <laughs> So, yes, it is definitely real Hennessy. It's real Hennessy and honey. Oh, Lord. He, he in heaven. He going to try to drink the Hennessy sauce because he loves Hennessy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. All right. Don't get me started. I mean, I, I'd be surprised if you wasn't a whiskey drinker. <laughs> whiskey and bourbon all day. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not, I'm not big on Hennessy. Now I will add a shot of Hennessy and Grand Marnier to my mimosa. I will do that. Now that's interesting. I never heard that one. My boyfriend does it. He said it's a man mosa. Yo, boyfriend, is that uh Gerald? That is Gerald. How do you know? Gra- that? I graduated high school with him. No way. What? Yeah, he he know exactly who I am. Oh my gosh! Wow. He know exactly what. That's what threw me off when I see him on the plane, and I said, "With who?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So yeah. yeah wow. So mm. they just had a class reunion, and actually, it, it was at Butterfly. Why were you not there? I didn't go to the butterfly. I went to the one with uh, roasted the butterfly. I couldn't. I couldn't make it because I had. Uh, I had something already going on, so I couldn't make it. But uh, I made it for uh, the Friday night. Yeah. Oh, oh well. <laughs> I, I'm gonna come out there one day. It's just so far. You have to come. Y'all will have to come. Like, okay. So let's back up. Let me give y'all the hours since we're gonna put the plug out there. We are open Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And when you come during the week, um, during the day, it's regular sit down, order from a menu, everything is cooked to order, and a server brings it out to your table. Saturday and Sunday is totally different. Um, We do seating blocks. So you buy a ticket in advance. Tickets are normal price is $50.00 plus tax and plus gratuity. And then that includes bottomless food and bottomless mimosas for two hours. 
and the, the approved is table side, so table side buffet. So meaning like think Brazilian steakhouse, like like Texas Day Brazil or Rodeo Grill, how they're just bringing different meats around on rotation. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the same concept is just brunch. So you've got the Hennessy and honey rings, the catfish, the fried chicken, mac and cheese, collard greens. Now this is the Sunday menu. Um, all of that is on rotation for two hours, and you can have as much of it as you want. We have six different mimosa flavors, same thing. Um, you get a mimosa glass, and then we're walking around constantly with all six mimosa flavors, and we will mix your mimosas, or if you want to turn it up and try a whole different flavor, for two whole hours, you got unlimited food and unlimited mimosas. And we have a live DJ, so it's a whole turn-up session. It's a whole vibe on the weekend, it's a huh? Vibe. It's like a day party. We consider it a day party. So you got two hours of it, and then we kick you out and clean up the next <laughs> things. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm going. And then, and then every first and third Thursdays, we have Cigar Social Hour. So we have a covered patio, and our patio converts to a cigar lounge every Thursday night. We have a cigar concierge service that comes out. Um, we sell cigars. They'll cut them for you, light them for you. They provide all the ashtrays. Uh, we have drink and food specials on those nights. And then Will Davenport uh, sings. He performs. Uh, Will a monster. I, I, yeah, Will is nice. Yeah. He's nice. It's, it's a neo-soul vibe, so like a laid-back, chill type of atmosphere. And then we're open every Friday night from 5 to 10 for brunching after dark. Brunching after dark. Mm-hmm. So it's so, the, brunch, the brunch food. If you can't make it during the day, you come Friday night and, you know, you can have your shrimp and grits or your omelets, waffles. Yeah, you can get all that at night from 5 to 10 on Friday night. Man. Man. I know. <laughs> Then the building converts to an event center. Anytime we're not open, it's available to rent. So like Saturday, Sunday nights, even on a Friday night, um, if someone pays to rent it out, then we just don't open for brunch and after dark. But yeah, we have T-Mobile had their um, corporate holiday event there back in November. There's birthday parties, retirements. We've had three weddings um, in the building and two receptions. Uh, yeah, so it's a beautiful building. I'm an interior designer first. That is my other business, and I designed the whole building. And that's other than the food. That's the number two thing that people love about it. Well, goodness, uh, no, yeah, cause I, I had a partner have a his all white party there, I believe, Dwayne. Uh huh. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. I was there. I bartended that party. Huh. Oh man, there's so much talent, so so much talent in the family. Well, you know, we hustlers. Hey, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. I know you got a question. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Mike, to answer your question, catfish was number three. Oh, it's all good. It, it, it's in my top three, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a lot of money in that. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Ooh, I don't, I don't know which one to ask. Uh, let's see. So what, what made you? I had to point to one. 
What what made you want to get into the restaurant, like the food business, restaurant business? Oh, I'm crazy. (laughs) That that answer worked for me. Um, I was in Atlanta last April, April 22, April 2nd, 2022. Um, And I was at a spot very similar to, to Butterfly Garden. And it was the best brunch experience that I've ever had. And I was with one of my best friends and I looked across the table and I was like, I'm going to open one of these up in Nashville. It was April the 2nd, 2022. I got the keys to this building July 15th, <laughs> the same year. Oh, so you were super motivated. <laughs> I actually left them at the table. I walked outside and made two phone calls. And I'm like, I already had a business partner and we were looking for our next business venture. Um, so I called her and I'm like, I got it. I know what we're doing. And I had another person that had been wanting to invest with me. So I called him. Um, he just so happens to be my ex-boyfriend of five years. And uh, that's a whole nother story. I hope people like that. Yeah, that's, that's, we talk about that off camera, yeah. <laughs> off, off video, <laughs> off, off audio that day. <laughs> That's a cousin uh, talk. I know, right? <laughs> anyway, so they both were down for it. And, yeah, so like I said, that was in April of last year. And then I got the keys uh, July 15th, and we immediately started renovating. Actually, it wasn't even July. It was June. It was June 15th, so two months later. Got the keys, and renovation started at the end of June. Um, and we're over. We finished renovating at the end of July. Uh, the thing that took us the longest was, you know, permits, codes. Of course. Uh, yeah, licenses. All Making licenses and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All of that is what took the longest. And so we ended up opening um, New Year's Day. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had a New Year's Day party. Man, what was that? I had? I don't remember nothing there. Uh, probably somewhere with some woman. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're. That's a, yeah, exactly. That's a crazy conversation, damn it. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, what, um, uh, what was your biggest hurdle? In, Challenge um, to start your business. Oh, goodness. The permits. Permits. Permits, permits, permits. I mean, you really, honestly and truly, if it, if it weren't for my dad is, um, district chief of national fire department and real talk if it hadn't been for him because we waited we didn't open till january because it literally took us six months to get all of the permits and it would have been a lot longer than that had my dad you know not kind of like he he knew people right so at the end after we waited so long he made a couple phone calls and then we had everything we needed in less than a month so the permit is the biggest the biggest hurdle Getting someone to come out, do the inspections, do the actual work. The, yeah, the permits by far. Everything else was a piece of cake, pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, and so. Issues with the building in terms of like repairs and stuff like that, but even those things we took care of immediately. It was the permits that kind of like drug things along. So, what was your what what's, what's been your biggest issue since you opened? What's your biggest challenge? Of them come with the territory of you know simply um, being a business owner. 
Um, right. I would say, oh gosh, this is kind of a, it's kind of a catch-22. The biggest challenge for us has been that we've grown so fast that it's kind of hard to keep up. Hmm. Like, our, we had our business plan that we created, um, what we anticipated, and, and so we hired a team to kind of do research um, for restaurants in Nashville, restaurants that are similar to, similar to ours here in Nashville uh, and across the country. And so from all of the research that this team put in, um, we outlined all of that in our business plan. And so, of course, we set a budget for the next three years. Well, what we were supposed to make budget-wise, what we were budgeted for to make at the end of year two, we made it in seven months. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good thing. It's not net profit, um, meaning it's before, you know, our overhead. Everything, um, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But even still, you know, like comparing apples to apples, it was gross profit that we were looking at in terms of what we were supposed to make at the end of year two as well. So that's the biggest challenge is that, like, because, you know, it, in, in order to make money, you got to spend money, right? And so mm-hmm. – um, we are growing so fast that it's taking so much more money than what we budgeted for in the beginning because right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like we, we weren't expecting to be here so fast. Um, we are, like I said, on the, on the weekends, we do two, two different seating times. Um, and we're looking at going to, a th- you know, doing a third one because we sell out every weekend. Every weekend we have people blowing our phones up, you know, walking in, you know, trying to get a seat. Um, yeah, so that was our biggest hurdle. It's not necessarily a, a problem. You know, it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have, right, yeah, right. It's a good problem to have, but I think that's been the biggest challenge is the rate, the growth rate that we've experienced. Mm. Would you say that's the hardest part about being a, a business owner overall, just trying to keep up with all that? Especially with, of course, like I said, this is my second business. I've never, ever in life worked in a restaurant. That's why I said it had to be just be me being crazy. Crazy, I'm uh-huh. Crazy. <laughs> I've never worked in a restaurant before. I, I, I love to eat. That's what I do at restaurants. I go to eat. <laughs> I never ran one, never been a server, cook, none of that. But um, the hardest part is keeping all of the balls in the air. They're so much there's so many aspects i mean even down to making sure that like you have paper towels at every sink because if the yeah. department walks in yeah you have soap or paper towels you know like you're gonna get they they docking yeah they docking yeah exactly yeah. so it's like every there is so much that you have to make sure that you are on your p's and q's because if not, like, it could mean disaster. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even with, I don't know, hell, not having toilet tissue in the bathroom, like, 
we get people that that leave the stupidest reviews, you know. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I understand. I'm real close friends with the uh, with the owners formerly. Uh, well, they used to own Donks, so I used to hear some of the craziest stories and reviews. And yeah, I, everything you're saying is on point. <laughs> making sure that everything is taken because I'm not that I'm sensitive, but I'm a people pleaser. Like I love to right. make sure that everyone is happy. And so like when I see these reviews of like we had one woman who left I'm telling you she left a whole page on Google and she, in her review she talked about how this was her second time coming to the restaurant. Her first time was a great experience. She loved it. The food was great. The service was great. So much so that they brought their friends that came in town, they brought them and they paid for their tickets, blah, blah, blah. But that she gave us a two rating because she said the service the second time they came was horrible. <laughs> the second time they came. So you, it was good. It was good enough to come back the second time. My thing is, is that if you had gone in and left us a positive review for the first time that you came, then I'd be okay because at least you're consistent. At least you're consistent with people's reviews. Wow. She made it a point to come back and leave the negative review, but didn't leave a positive one from the, you know, you don't. From the first time, right. (laughs) But you didn't tell nobody that until you wanted to type out the negative review. (laughs) That's crazy. How people are, man. People are quick to try to bury you instead of uplift you. Yeah, and it's our, it be our own. It be your own people. Your own kind. Now, now, are they saying this because you're a black business owner? It's not. It hasn't been said to me. Well, it has been said to me, but I'm saying in general, like you know, when when I look at like um, the Black People Making Moves Nashville group or yeah. Nashville Girl, you see it a lot. Like you know, black black businesses need to do better. Well, I mean, like why? Why are is are we singled out as we need to do better? I just don't understand. I don't- I, I, I couldn't give you a straight answer because uh, I never see people saying, oh, McDonald's, you got to do better. Or uh, this this restaurant right here, you got to do better. It's always, I, I'm me <laughs> being a, a, a person of positivity. I try to think that, that they'll be like, okay, maybe they're hard on you because, you know, the, the way we grow, we grew up. Parents hard on you all the time. You know what I'm saying? They ain't no sugar coating or anything. They direct, look here, this is what it is, and that's it. But maybe I'm thinking, I'm hoping, maybe that it is, you know, them saying, I want you to do good, so I'm going to stay on you until you, till I feel like, you know what I'm saying? You. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of it in a positive way. For me, when I have seen it, because I have seen it, it's kind of off base to say 
because you can take it so many ways. I know a lot of people, they say they have bad customer service experiences when they go to certain black businesses, but I, I don't think all black businesses are that way. You know, and then too, as a some customers think they can just come in and say whatever the hell they want to say to you and you just supposed to just let it go. So, I mean, I don't know. It's such a off base question. I I guess I would have to know how they mean it because I'm pretty sure if you're context behind it. Yeah. If if you're a black business owner, even if you're a white business owner, I'm pretty sure you, you, Trying to do the best that you can to make your business as successful as you it can be. Mm-hmm. I would even appreciate if it was directed, like instead of saying black businesses need to do better. Like if you're talking specifically about a black business, then say Butterfly Garden needs to do better. Like right, 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 right. If if Butterfly Garden is black or white owned you know, black, white, Hispanic, whatever, what difference does it make? Like, if you're, I think, I personally feel like, like you said, James, with the McDonald's, like McDonald's need to do better. Like, why would they just not, why would a person not say, and I know y'all can't answer this, but it just, it frustrates me when I see that. Like, if you feel that my restaurant needs to do better, then say my restaurant. Just say it, say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put a name on it. Yeah, I got you. Put a name on it. Don't put all black businesses in saying, you know, black business ain't shit. They need yeah, to that's a, I mean, that's a, that is a little broad. It, it is very broad. <laughs> okay, that's my soapbox. I'm stepping off. <laughs> we might have to, we might have to bring her in as the fourth as the fourth person to the podcast. Yeah, she definitely. <laughs> yeah, come on. Because yeah. we we've been we've been looking for a, a woman's voice. You know, cause we, oh, really? we talk about we yeah. Cause, I mean, you know, we talk about relationship stuff and. We we would like to hear the woman's point of view sometimes. All we got is from a man point of view. So every now and then we, oh, we, we would like we would love to bring a woman on and, and hear their side of the story. So you know, listen, holler at me. I love to talk. My kids can tell you that. Yeah, well, maybe we we can even do a live podcast from your uh from your place. Oh, that would be amazing. And maybe we can sit on the patio. And, uh, yeah, and smoke some cigars. Yeah, yeah smoke some cigars. <laughs> yeah, drinking, while drinking bourbon and whiskey. That's we can do right. That. I love, let's do it. Let's, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, that would I liked it. Okay, all right. Mike, what you got? <laughs> go ahead, yeah. Mike. No, I want to go smoke a cigar now. <laughs> and eat some catfish. No, uh, yeah. I, I I got one. So I know your business is doing real good and, and we're going to have to show up and support. So what is the future outlook for you? Are you looking to expand, open another one in another city, state, or what? what's the future looking like for you? I already told y'all I was crazy. So Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are we doing? That is the plan. <laughs> um, prayerfully, the next one will be in Houston. That's where my eyes are set. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Houston is, is big. They have a big yeah. brunch scene. They do. They my, do. My wife took me to Houston, and all we did was eat. We ain't do nothing else. It's a, it's a lot. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Uh-huh. A lot. Yeah, so yeah. that's the goal. That's the plan is, okay. yeah, 
H Town next. H Town. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. You plan on moving down there? Or you just gonna open up and then let somebody else run it? It de- that depends on your classmate. As of right now, you know, be- before I got into a committed relationship, that was the plan was for me to move to Houston. Um, but I, I said if I don't move, I would probably just commute back and forth, like maybe you know rent a property down there, mm-hmm. go back and forth until I got it up and running, and then you know come and go. Well, well I'm glad you said that because my next question, right on cue, is uh, <laughs> owning a business. How do you how do you maintain a successful relationship? The, how does that work out? That is a great question. Um, the other person has to be patient and understanding. Has to. Has to. There is no other way around it. Uh, there's absolutely and and he can tell you that better than me, um, because I know I know there are times where and he 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 would never tell me, but I know there's times where he gets frustrated with me because I'm oh, I'm, yeah. I'm working in my sleep, like literally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we um were at a um an event that was hosted by um Food Network's chef Monique Calhoun and um there were like several other like Food Network chefs there as well and uh, there's a um uh, a black guy black chef that lives in L A and I can't think of his name for the life of me right now um anyway he when he saw Gerald and I together it he that was the first thing that he said to him and our relationship was fairly new at the time when he told him this he was like anyone that dates someone in this line of work he told him you're gonna have to be patient he said that he got divorced because of his businesses like hmm. his his wife couldn't they couldn't take him being that busy yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm. so they yeah, I understand a matter of being patient and understanding and he does he lives right around the corner. He's like three minutes away from a restaurant. So, you know, sometimes really? yeah, he'll pull up on me. Sometimes he'll just come there, you know, to hang out just so that we get to see each other. So he's very patient, he's very understanding. I couldn't ask for better. Um, he's great. He's he's a great guy. So that's that's how it works. We are committed yeah. to making it work. And a freaking comedian, so I know they keep it laughing. He gets on my nerves. Oh, <laughs> he 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 play all day. Oh, you ain't gonna tell me? Like, can we have a serious conversation? And then he'll crack a joke about that. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> that was a, that was a good question because I I was about to ask you what is a day like for you. Oh gosh. Oh, Do you have to get up like super early in the morning? Uh-huh. I'm not in the kitchen. That's Chef Gerard. He's normally at the restaurant five, six o'clock in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. And so he goes, you know, to prep all the food, get everything started in the kitchen. We open at ten during the week, and I normally get there about ten, ten fifteen. <laughs> uh, I'm not a morning person, um, so yeah, I let him handle all that. But it, but I'm a night person, like I'm a night owl. So whereas he gets there super early, like I don't get there as early, but I stay late. Like 
I'll stay and work. And to be totally honest with you, I try my best not to go to the restaurant no more than I have to because when I'm there, I get nothing done. I mean, like, you know, administrative work, back office, all that. I don't get any of it done when I'm there. So I try not to go so, unless I absolutely have to. So what, what are you doing when you're there? Oh, my gosh. Like You get to bartending and stuff? Yes. And it's because people, we have a lot of regulars. And of course. they'll come and they'll ask for me. They don't want anybody but me to make their drink. <laughs> or one of the servers will have a problem with something in the system. It's not ringing up right, or they can't figure it out, or the phone will ring, and who's on the other line will have a question, and they swear up and down they can't answer it. It has to be me that answers it. <laughs> oh, well, you just, all right, celebrity. I, it's, I, I'm telling you, I'm all over the place, and I... I'm like, I never realized how much of an introvert I was. And I, I've always considered myself to be an extrovert. But I I am an introvert, and I realized that since opening this restaurant. <laughs> 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 I don't want to deal with people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I completely understand about you not wanting to deal with people. Sure. But how you got a restaurant and don't want to deal with people? That's just like... Uh... Same, same way we got a podcast, and I don't like dealing with people. Oh, yeah. That's the same. That's the same thing. Cause I don't talk at all unless I'm on this podcast. I'm quiet as hell. This is the most social <laughs> that I am. This, but I look forward to it because I'm on here with with my friends. But when I'm at work, I usually got my earbuds in listening to other podcasts. I I, I don't even want to be bothered most of the time. reviews because they think they only time to do the order and they're gonna say what they're gonna feel comfortable talking around you like hey yeah uh-huh yeah so, we so uh, one of us try to go out and, and always make sure that you know we socialize or, or communicate and okay the freshness to come in so so uh uh so you successfully started a business so far so good to the people that want to jump in the the business, want to jump in this industry, what would be tips or advice you would give them? Pray about it. <laughs> that's that's the very first thing. Um, if God ain't telling you to, to make this move and do this, good luck. <laughs> I got this. Because <laughs> um, I can tell you that um, without him, there is absolutely no way that I would still be even living. Like when I tell you that it's it's tough, um, you know, life in general is is is, is hard, right? Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. I am a 
full-time entrepreneur. I um, worked in corporate America pretty much all my life. Um, I was in sales for 15 years. I quit my job in 2020 and went full-time with my other business and then started this one last year. Um, and I can tell you that there's no way that I'm, you know, thriving without the grace of God. So that would be my my first um, point of advice. The second thing is is to always make sure that you have a plan. The 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 plan may not go as it's written or you think that it should. Um, but if you don't have a plan, you're you're going to be lost. Period. At least you have you know a, a guide or something um, you know to to look toward or, or work toward. If you do have a plan, um, but if you don't, yeah, it's going to be very difficult um, to succeed in anything without a plan. And then the third thing is is just being driven and ambitious and knowing not to give up. Like, don't be a quitter. Um, Please don't. Yeah. If, if it may be hard in the beginning, the whole thing may be hard, but it'll be so worth it and rewarding on the back side of it. High risk, high reward. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And then I, I also tell my kids too, short term sacrifice, long term reward. Same thing, like, you know, you're going to sacrifice, like I, I sacrifice a lot right now. Um, you know, long days, sleepless nights. I have a two year old grandson that I would love to chase around the house. and. Grandson? That's a cousin conversation. That's a cousin conversation. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, yeah. I have a 25-year-old and a 20-year-old and a 2-year-old grandson. And I it's spend crazy. a lot of time away from them. Um, my 20-year-old is actually home um, on college break, summer break. And she goes back in two weeks. And I feel like I haven't spent any time with her over the summer because, you know, I've worked so much. So that is a sacrifice. However, what I'm doing, I know, and they know that it's it's for them. Like they are right, part of me. right. And so everything that I do is with them in mind of, you know, trying to make things better for them in the long run. And I can tell you too that, um, James, you talked about this about <laughs> us being workers. My kids are hard workers, both of them. Um, the youngest one now has two jobs. Um, and she works at the restaurant with me whenever I need her to. And then my oldest, um, from the age of 15, 16, she, at the age of 16, she had three jobs. Um, so, yeah, so they both are very ambitious. They are hard workers as well. Um, there's no slacking or laziness over here. We work hard. Yeah, well, you know, there ain't nobody late. Well, it's a few people of the newer generation, but. Yes. The the real where we come from, you know, ain't no lazy people around with. No, <laughs> ain't no lazy people out of West Tennessee, baby. Yeah, you can't be. <laughs> Mm-mm. No, you can't Mm-mm. Be. Yeah. So that's it. That's 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 my little tips, my advice. Um, it's hard, but um, but it's worth it. I'm happy. So, uh, what what role does social media play in promoting or? <laughs> advertising or you know anything it's 100% um, our ad- we haven't spent any money
we talked about our numbers, that all has been word of mouth and social media. Mm. 95% of the people that come in our restaurant say they saw us or heard about us on social media. The other uh. 5% is like, uh, we were on, uh, when Chef Gerard was on Talk of the Town on News Channel 5 today. Right. And so, um, you know, there's a small percentage of like the older crowd that comes in that, you know, still watches the news. <laughs> um, you know, they'll say that they, they saw us on there, heard about us on there. But yeah, social media is, is huge for us. Huge. We definitely wouldn't be where we are or doing as well as we're doing without it. You do, do you run the social media? That's like a job too. <laughs> I do. I run the social media. I create all of our flyers. Um, I created our website. Everything that has to do with the tickets, the back office. Uh, so you create websites too? Oh, hey, we I might be the we... our website. Oh, I'm gonna say. Well, <laughs> well, we need to get to get a talk so I can create our website. <laughs> somebody to take over our social media because I, I just don't have time for it anymore. Yeah, I, I bet. Yeah, I was about to say that social media is a job within itself. It is. It is. So I'm going to hand that over to somebody else. Yeah, that's that is a good job. <laughs> Real. There's good money in that. Yeah, I know. I do. Oh, it, it definitely is. Yeah. I've I've seen it on like reality shows. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, I hired this person to take care of my social media. He tweets for me and stuff like that." I'm like, wow, "That's a whole job. It's different from when we grew up." Yeah, <laughs> we talking about MapQuest. <laughs> no, right? Written off directions. You feel me? Ain't no GPS. GP what? What are we talking about? So we got, we're going to ask you a couple more questions and then we're going to let you get on out of here. I, I got one. When you have a, whatever few minutes or seconds of free time that you have, what do you like to do in your free time? Go, go. Um, I don't see a problem with it in terms of. 
something that I would ever do. Now, it depends on the approach, right? So, like, I, I'm a very social person. I can, you know, talk to anybody. So if I'm having a conversation with you and I find you attractive, then I might say something a little, you know, slick or something like that. If you call that, like, approaching the guy. <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's what I, I – my, my thing was when, I, when we talked about it, I was like, women, they shoot their shot a different way, but they, they might not do it verbally, but it's a flip of the hair – it's yeah. the way they touch you. It's yeah. the way they look at you, and stuff like that. That's shooting they shot to the beat. Yes. yes. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's how I would do it. Now I wouldn't walk up to a guy and be like, "Can I get your number?" Right, right, right. Or are you single? I wouldn't do anything like that. Like it would be, probably be, you know, me striking up a conversation or giving a look, or like you said, flipping a hair or whatever. Something yeah. Like that. But I, I think it's something that if I was interested, like if I was prior to my relationship, baby, if you're listening, this is not present tense. This is, you know, past. I'm going to send it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send it to him because he, he don't know. I, I He don't know I got a pocket. He definitely don't know you on no, here. So. He don't. He don't. So, and I, I talked to him. He's going to call me tonight, but I'm not even going to tell I'm not even going to tell him about it. You just, gonna, you just send it to him and let him listen to it. Yeah, I'm going to send it to him. I'm going to be like, hey, man. I got a podcast, man. I want you to listen to this episode. Yeah, that's how I'm going to do it. It would be hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I, I don't remember who. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of the devil, he just. Is he calling now? <laughs> and he's in Cancun, too. So, uh, oh, okay, okay. I'll tell him. I'll tell him back. Um, but, yeah, I don't remember who um, liked who first. I will tell you this. And he will tell you this as well. Um, when we, after we went on our first date, Gerald, he, I feel like he was bullshitting me. <laughs> like he strung me along, and yeah. I, Until he was ready. Until he was really, really. That's what he says, but I call it bullshit. Um, <laughs> am I allowed to cuss on here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. You know, you know, you know where people from. Ain't, ain't none of that going on. We got right? the like, drip. We at the, the end now. Now. I'm yeah, we let the drip. All right. So, um, yeah, I don't feel like he. I feel like I like not chased him, but I was the aggressor when it came to him, and he has his reasons, and you know. His opinions. I'm pretty sure it's, it's just to make sure that you make sure you want really wanting him. That's, that's part of it. I already know. I already know. Yeah, yeah that's part of it. So um, I will say that, like, in terms of like shooting my shot, going back to that question, I did shoot my shot with Gerald after we had gone. Right. right. I mean, basically, it's what it's really what you was doing when you said you was the aggressor. Yeah. I was, I was the aggressor because he's a great guy, and I could tell that from the first time I met him. Like, you know, we, the, our first date, we sat at the, re- we shut the place down. Like, we were there for like four hours. Oh uh, yeah, that's, that's how you know you get good company right there. Yeah, buddy. And then we still weren't ready to go, you know. So, um, so yeah, so I, I think I shot my shot with him, but you know, now he's the beneficiary. <laughs> 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 I 
I see his ass be out here uh, uh, doing taste tests and stuff. Oh, my gosh. He's an idiot, <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, man. <laughs> so, wait a minute. When he was when he was posting all those uh, videos talking about, man, this guy got the best wings. Was that you? No, that was. Okay. Now he did. He does like our wings, but he's talking about the Korean fried uh, chicken wings. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Literally right around the corner from us. Cause see, I know he was talking about Nippers Corner. <laughs> yeah. So it's, not far, it's in Lenox Village, actually. Okay. Okay. Is in Lenox Village. So Lenox Village. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, that's what's up. Yeah, it's, it's, Good, it's, it's dope, man. We gonna have we absolutely have to come check you out. Yes, please do. Don't come this weekend because I'm actually leaving to go to Lexington tomorrow. I'll be in Lexington. <laughs> what you? What we're going on Lexington? I got a um. A- Lexington, Tennessee, y'all. Not yeah, Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky. I gotta say that shit every time. Every time. <laughs> um, a friend that I uh, graduated high school with, she's getting married um in Greece in October and. We're hosting a bridal shower this weekend. And ah, okay. We're actually going to the wedding in October. In ah, okay. Greece. In Greece? All right. All right. Oh, yeah. okay. He took me yeah. to Bali, y'all. Uh, I, I want to go to Bali, man. How was Bali? It was amazing. It was high. I know it was. But it was. I know it was. When did y'all go? You said when? Yeah. What month was this? This is recent, wasn't it? I believe it was. Okay. Yeah, and we were gone for 12, 12, 13 days, something. A long time. Um, and when he said he was back, I was like, damn. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> we got on the way back, our flight, a couple flights got canceled, delayed. We ended up having to spend one night in Kuwait. And wow. it took us um, like 36 hours. No, it took us like 60 hours um, from the time that we left Bali to the time we got back. Shit. Sixty hours. Yeah. Oh man, ain't no ooh. Yeah, I'd need some weed because ain't no way I'd have been going the fuck off. Yeah, and see, I, that's what I needed too. But you know, you you can't be doing that over there in another country. Like, man, country. listen, nah, yeah. we don't we don't we don't need no Britney Griner. We Show don't need no Britney Griner. Like, oh, I wasn't taking no chances. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Before you get out of here, man, shout shout your business out. Let them know where they can find you on social media and in the world. Uh, what is it, 6917 Lennox Village? You got it, 6917 Lennox Village Drive in Nashville. Um, phone number 615-739-6077. I advise you not to call us during regular business hours. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that thing going to ring. <laughs> I mean, you know, we just try to respect our, if we are waiting on customers inside. Yeah, in yeah, house, of course. We make sure we take care of them first. But the best way to reach us is uh, through our website um, or send us an email at either customer service at butterflygardenbrunch.com or admin at butterflygardenbrunch.com. Those are both uh, my two assistants, um, and they will respond to you. Or you can go to our website, butterflygardenbrunch.com. Click on contact us and fill out a form there. Um, and yeah, and one of them will get back to you. This this been dope, man. I'm 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 going. Y'all that's listening and following, please go visit. 
We're going to check out these alligator sausage. They, they coming soon, you said? And no, yeah, yeah. don't ask if they got no damn pork in them either. <laughs> Ooh. You just don't Ooh. tell them not today. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so Shannon, we, we appreciate you spending this little hour with us, man, on the podcast. We hope everything go well. Peace and blessings and prayers to your company that it, it just goes as great as you want it to go. Yeah, I'm gonna send you my number and you send me yours. Okay. So, yes. Y'all have a great night. Yes, sir. Uh, Appreciate it. Okay, no problem. All right, y'all. That was Shannon Randalls from the Butterfly Garden Brunch and Events. We are about to wrap this up. And we will be back next week with another episode, man. 